Got two niggas spoiling movies. Yeah. Brand new columns. That's me. And just in brown for your moving needs. Media popcorn. Woo! You haven't seen it? Well, we're gonna spoil it. Spoil it in your face. That's your warning. Uh. So if you get pissed, it's all your fault. Uh. Shut it down and put it up, everybody. This is Eddie Collins. Guys, this is Justin Brown. I don't know what Brandon just said. You know what I said. I use words. This is media and popcorn niggas spoiling movies, but we're not spoiling a movie today. We're talking about some movie news and trivia. Well, we're not talking about trivia. Trailers. You okay, Brandon? You want to try that again? We're surrounded by smoke. I, I, I got it at one in the morning. I'm tired. It's it's all topsy turvy over here. But mm-hmm. uh, folks, we're talking about trailers, not trivia. Even yeah, yeah there, it's movie news yeah. and movie news. There could be some trivia. There could be some trivia. You never know what's going on. No, gonna no there's no them. trivia. Stop it. Stop it. Well, there, there's a little there's a little riddle here. Uh, for instance, how did Al Pacino get his girlfriend eight months pregnant when apparently he said he had a vasectomy? And also, he's old as fuck. He's 83. Listen, man, you can fucking shoot out that fucking dust, that dusty sperm, and I guess it just it, it got up in those... Uh, you know those uh those grooves and next thing you know boom here comes a baby now the one thing i gotta say and uh this is al pacino as well as robert de niro yeah and like i just want to just also put this out for you old you dudes who are thinking hey i'll just have a baby when i'm fucking 70 years old i you know it's never over for me just know that as you have children later, later into life, you raise the probabilities of having uh, children with, you know, disabilities, disabilities and, yeah. and, and things like that. So just you need to take that into account, uh, whether Robert De Niro or Al Pacino are going to have uh, uh, children uh, like so, which is nothing wrong with that. But just saying, just know it, you raise it exponentially waiting that long. So we don't know if if they had semen frozen or something like that. If this was no, Al Pacino apparently asked for a paternity test because he's like, I didn't know I could still shoot loads like that. Yeah. So like if if that's the case, you know, good on him and, you know, congratulations. But just know that it, it's not this is not necessarily the way you really, truly want to go. Because, yeah, yeah, especially if you're if you think that you're God's gift to God's gift to women and and, and that anything that you do is going to be the grandest thing on the face of the earth. You know, you you may want to, you know, second guess that. Well, it's also like because I didn't first of all, I didn't know that Bobby De Niro is actually younger than Al Pacino by uh, four years because Bobby's only 79. But still, you're also like to the point you made about the disabilities. You're also setting up your kid to have a traumatic Let's be honest, a traumatic death in their life by the time they're a teenager, probably. <laughs> teenager? Nigga, they're going to have a traumatic death in their life by the time they're eight. <laughs> just like, <laughs> yo. Um, but also, uh, Al Pacino's... Grandpa just died. Wait, that was my daddy? Yeah. What? <laughs> Al Pacino's baby mama, she uh, she likes the older guys. Because before that, before uh, Al Pacino, she was dating Mick Jagger. And I believe, um, was it Clint uh, Eastwood? It. Yeah, Clint, yeah, old racist Clint. Yeah, so I don't. I guess she like it. I guess she like. No, 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 no. She don't like it. She like money. 
She she was trying to get on somebody's social security check. Maybe. I mean, because, you know, Al was collecting those checks on top of the money he making for the movies. By the way, I watched Heat on the plane last night coming back. Mm. One of the, it's a great movie. But Al Pacino is fucking crazy at that. Al Pacino's crazy in half the things. But he's really unhinged in the heat, dude. It's like... Uh, we gotta like, watch that. Yeah, we gotta watch it for the podcast. You, you can put that on the list. Um, because he's just he just screams at like these black gangsters. He's like, Whoa, I'm your daddy now. And then like with, with the Niro, he's like, what are you, a fucking monk? I'm like, what you, did he have direction? Like, was he just... <laughs> what kind of like things are these? Um, but yeah, uh, congratulations to the old uh, Italian... Uh, Niggas that are playing, uh, that are gonna be playing daddy in their eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, for the, I mean, if you're gonna play daddy, you might might as well play it in the twilight of your life because you know you're gonna be off the hook pretty soon. Because mm-hmm. life is gonna take you right out of that game. Speaking of game, uh, Will Ferrell has uh, been confirmed to play John Madden in Amazon yeah. MGM's Madden uh, biopic with David O. Russell on board to direct. That's that's pretty. I think that's pretty good casting. I'd say if you're doing like a old-ish John Madden, that kind of makes sense. I think Will Ferrell's been looking uh, to do some drama, some more dramas lately. So, yeah, I mean, it's. I feel like uh, probably the general public will have a hard time seeing him as a John Madden character just because, you know, he's Will Ferrell and Will Ferrell's such a fucking a nutbag. Uh, but, like, I think it could be interesting. But, like, uh, Will Ferrell's um, ability to get in and stay in a character uh, could actually lend... Uh, and you said this is going to be... A, is this going to be a series or a film? It's going to be a film. It's going to be a film. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, going to be um, off a of blacklist script by Cameron Clark with uh, David O. Russell doing rewrites, but that kind of obviously paused with the WGA strike, but yeah. David O. Russell's going to put his own spin on it. And his past few movies, except for Joy, um, and, well, his last one was a dud with uh, John David Washington and Christian Bale. Yeah. But hopefully this is the comeback that he needs because for the most part, he's got a lot of people Oscar nominations and stuff. Mm. So, I mean, I think it'll be interesting. Yeah. Is, you know... I, you know, as also like a big fan of, you know, football and Madden, you're going to have a ton of people. You can have a ton of eyes on this and a ton of men who don't want their, uh, who don't want their childhood ruined. So like, it's going to be interesting for him. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, childhood of John Madden. I mean, those are some old niggas. No, but uh, John, no, because you you have to talk about about John Madden as a football coach, and then it's the video game. The video game uh, almost eclipsed his fucking football career. Yeah, but on the video game, he just announced shit. He didn't like it. wasn't that integral. Yeah, but he was he was a color commentator for uh, football for years. He was like the voice of the NFL. And then that that once that football game happened, like his his face was was on it. You just you knew. People, more people know Madden because of the video game than they do him actually being a football coach, right. which is crazy. But even, you know, I think that's probably how I learned of Madden initially. Mm. I mean, I, I only know Madden through the video games. Yeah. And even then it was like, I don't, I don't care much about football. So, because yeah. mm. I grew up in Michigan, so we had the Detroit Lions and they always uh, screwed the pooch so 
And I just like to point out that Yuvia said in the chat, I know the shoe line. That is not John Madden. That is Steve Steven Madden. Madden. How Steve dare Madden, right? you? <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> you know, Steve Madden got involved. Like, uh, it was in Wolf of Wall Street, like uh, the Jordan Belfort shit. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's There's a whole story about Steve Madden and that shit. Um, anyways, uh, speaking of uh, not getting along, I don't know what the fuck. That was a terrible segue. That yeah, didn't it exist. Um, it wasn't your best. That reminded me of a time when I was performing at a show, and I was bombing so bad. I tried to do a callback to something that the host said, but the host never said it, and I thought they would just let that slide. I still bombed, but then the host came up. The first thing they did was acknowledge, yeah, Brandon said that I mentioned this. I never did that. <laughs> I was like, ah, I'm bombing <laughs> off stage too. Um, Come on, baby, help me. <laughs> help me, please. Um Someone who didn't get help was Matthew Broderick on the set of Ferris Bueller's Day Off, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, he recently came out and said that he butt heads with John Hughes um, and said that he was not easygoing in some ways, but also said that John Hughes was not the first director to grab him at some point and say, what is wrong with you? So I feel like, Matthew, that's more of a reflection on you. Yeah, than, that's, a, that's, a Ma- that's a Matthew problem. Yeah, that's a... Uh, but apparently um, Hughes was not uh, shy about being unhappy with the footage he was getting from his young cast at the time. Yeah. But it became a classic, so it all worked well. Worked out well. Especially for everyone's bank accounts. Mm-hmm. Speaking of bank accounts, Kim Cattrall is set to reprise Samantha role in Just Like That Season 2. Apparently, it's just a cameo at the Season 2 finale, but given yeah. given the beef between her and Sarah Jessica Parker, they have to be paying her a pretty fucking penny to come back. Yeah, Even well, if it's just I for think- a cameo. I think what the, obviously what they're trying to do is hopefully get her back for the, uh, you know, the third season mm-hmm. or but, a movie uh, or a final movie or something, maybe. Yeah. I, listen, when it really comes down to it, they, they it's need, always, it's Samantha. always the money. Yes. No, but they, they need her. They oh, need I'm her. sure. Yeah. She's, she was the best character always that whole fucking Bro, Because I, Paul, like, you know, I never really watched Sex. Actually, I I watched a few episodes of Sex and same, City same. on my own. I, you know, so like as yeah, a did very show. well with the slot I'm, machines in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but Penny uh, slots, baby. That that's that's my bread and butter, baby. So uh, <laughs> you want a free night at Treasure I, Island? I got you, Justin. Well, shut up, Polo. Polo was watching. Uh, <laughs> Polo was watching, uh, and just like that, that you know, the show. Yeah. And, and she was like, "This is just is just not good." So like Samantha could insert some like really something real fresh into it. And so like they probably really need uh, her to, you know, that character back because they lost they lost a step. And the parts that I saw of the show, I'm just like, Paul's just like, yeah, this kind of sucks, but I'm watching it just because I'm watching it. Yeah, it feels like a chore more than like actually like enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah, that's when like that's when the show is definitely lost. Like it's ways mm-hmm. like when you feel it, I felt the same way about a, I said it on on a recent like um, when I'm watching episode I felt mm. that way about Ted Lasso this final season mm. it felt more like a chore than actually being enjoyable like similar to like Modern Family I just, I didn't watch like the last two seasons I think because I just I realized we were watching it on a weekly basis and then not really laughing and I'm like what happened he was watching it yeah. yeah we were like what happened like because we used to laugh like con like every minute there would be a joke. Or something mm-hmm. like a visual gag, but then it just became like, huh? Okay. Yeah. You know what it is? I, I honestly, and this is kind of fucked up, and like I don't want to go down like a parenting thing. I think it's because uh did you ever watch Modern Family? 
So the Dunphy family, when all those kids kind of like were, were fun, like not flunking out of college, but like just really struggling with adulthood in college, when all three of them were doing that, it kind of was like, oh, this goofiness between the Dunphy family actually like has really fucked their kids. Like their kids can't really survive adulthood. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think for me that made it less funny at a certain point. Cause I'm like, they're all still at home. They're all struggling to find their way. And I get it. Like when you're in your early, your late 18, I think that's like the, the comfort of suburbia though. Cause I think but, like, but, us living in New York city, you can't afford to like dwindle too long. Otherwise you're going to drown very quickly. But, but I don't know. I think I think though uh, they did that as a sign of the times as well, mm. because you also got to realize that people in the like kids in the suburbs or just kid, children in general uh, or young adults they were they were uh, living at home for longer. Yeah, you know this is but these are national uh, statistics you know uh, across the board. So like it is uh, actually indicative of the actual uh, of the actual world at the time. So like you were seeing reality play out on screen all while also knowing people who are going through the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's not right. as funny anymore because this is actual reality for a lot of people. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I mean, it just, for me, it like, it took away the funniness of it. I think Tati and I like yeah. started having conversations like they kind of fucked up as parents. Right. <laughs> like, but anyways, um, yes. someone that is fucked up, uh, who refuses to take responsibility. I know you're going to enjoy this story, Justin. According to RadarOnline.com, Ben Diesel was upset with Jason Momoa's overacting in Fast 10 and blaming that star for the bad reviews, even though most of the reviews, even the bad ones, said that Jason Momoa is the best thing in the fucking movie. Yeah. So uh-huh. uh, Ben Diesel is, I don't know, man. I, I think Ben Diesel fucked up by doing more after 7. Honestly, as the producer that spearheads this thing, I think, like, I get it. Everyone wants a check, and it's a good check, and you seem, they seem to have fun on set, except now it doesn't seem like it's fun for anybody. But, like, Furious 7, I rewatched that ending not too long ago. That was a perfect ending for that series. When, when they, they had the, 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 you know, they pay uh, tribute, tribute to, to Paul, Paul Walker, Walker, and then you have them splitting, you know, driving separate ways. Uh-huh. I thought it was like, was like this is beautiful. It ended there. But they kept trying to milk this shit, and now it's like a, it's a fucking, it's stupid. Because think about the reaction that everyone's had about the Fast Ten cliffhanger, and everyone's reaction to Spider Verse. Everyone for Spider Verse like, give it to me now, give me the next movie now, Fast Eleven or whatever the fuck it's gonna be. People are like, I may see it. <laughs> like I don't even know anymore. Yeah, you know. What and I mean? did they? And did they film that already? No, that's what's so fucking crazy. And I don't even think we got into that really a Fast Ten review, dude. They're so far up from filming the next one. Even like, let's say they do have a script for the Dwayne Johnson Hodds movie, right? They start filming that now. Even then, that fucking kid in the cliffhanger is going to be seventeen by the time they make the next one. Yeah. And it's not like Jason Momoa took him away. They could do some hook shit where he's like, I've been raising your son for the past X amount of years or whatever. He's with, it's, they have to do a significant time jump. It's insane, dude. Yeah. The next one's going to be a clusterfuck. Unless they use CGI to de-age that boy, which would be really weird. Like, (laughs) it's going to be crazy, dude. It's gonna be so wild. Uh, I can't wait now. Like, because you know what? Now is at the point where I'm just, I just want to see it for see how bad it is. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But oh. I mean, 
at the same time, and you know, you know, I am one of the people that agrees that uh, Jason Momoa was overacting and he kind of sucked. Uh, but at the same time, he's not the big issue in that film. Vin, it's you, bro. It's you. You suck. You, you're not a good actor. You're not a good actor, and the story was not good. You, you you've uh, you've milked this thing for as as much as you could, and and now uh, you know the milk's gone bad. <laughs> it's it's not a good look. I mean, but it's just weird that he keeps putting like he keeps putting the the onus on other people versus reflecting on himself about like, and have I lost touch about what really like makes people love this series? Has yeah. it gotten too big? And it's it's okay to admit that. It's okay to admit that, like, this has gotten too big for me to control or for me to enjoy. That's why Justin Lin quit. I think he was just like, you know what? I could do this, but if my heart's not in it like it wasn't in the last one, and this psychopath is trying to dictate every move, because apparently Vin Diesel just makes up shit on the fly on set. It's like, oh, we should actually do that effect in this thing. It's like, if you're not the director and you don't have to figure out the coordination for that shit, then shut the fuck up. Yeah. You know what I mean? But... I think, was it you who said, or was it another conversation I had with somebody who said that Ben Diesel should just direct the next one? And I was like, he would never do that because that requires too much ownership for him. Too much of the blame. He would have no, to take... I, I, no, 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 no. That wasn't you, right? He cannot, no, he cannot, he could not direct. He could not direct yeah. uh, the film. I agree. He, like, he should not be any part of anything. I mean, he shouldn't <laughs> even be in the films at this point. But <laughs> yeah. like, and I think that what we talked about is like, is um what hand is vin diesel's gonna have in like the the, the female driven um the female led uh spinoffs and things like that like i think that he's he's going to want to be a part of that which is going to muddy those waters and make things even worse and and that's what i'm afraid of i don't think that he can he can let go and let and let live and he's going to, and every everything is going to suffer because of that. We're all going to suffer, but uh, yeah, we don't have to. We don't have to keep paying to see these movies. We could just true. let it ride out into the sunset or crash and burn, like it's probably going to. Um, speaking of letting off, running, letting off into the sunset, Lionsgate confirms that John Wick Five is an early development with the the recent fourth chapter topping three hundred sixty three million dollars globally. Film chief Joe Drick. Uh, mentioned that they are uh, working on an additional film on top of the ballerina spinoff that's coming out next year. I don't know how they do it. I told you. I told you. I know. The only thing they could do is that he faked his death so he could live a a calm, a peaceful life existence, right? Because there's always going to be niggas trying to come after him. But at the same time, it's like Keanu's not getting younger. And unless I, I am confident though that the director and Keanu, unless it's a fantastic script, they're gonna, they probably have it in like their claws. They'll probably be like, yeah, like pay us a little money so we could say like we're attached or whatever. But until we get a yeah. script and we're happy with it, yeah, we don't have to do this. I mean, unless it's uh, yeah, no, no, I don't, I don't see, I don't see how and why they do it. Unless he takes on like a Winston role where he's kind of a mentor to like the other assassin dude with the dog. Mm-hmm. Or uh, you, it's it's more of like a two-hander with him and Donnie Yen. Yeah. Again, I can see something like that. But that would actually be kind of cool if What's-Her-Name comes after both of them. That could be interesting. Uh, and Revenge for Her Father. Well, but Well, like, she doesn't have to come after uh, 
John necessarily because yeah. I mean he, it's there's a lot of places they could go, but at the well, same time, well, technically, yes, she could because she kind of does uh, blame John for yeah, what happened because exactly. if he wasn't there at the Continental, yeah, none of that yeah. shit would have gone down. But yeah. We'll have to wait and see, but of course, like you said, Justin, Lionsgate's gonna fucking Lionsgate and what's some money, so. Mm-hmm. Because that's, all these execs are too lazy. They're too lazy to think of the visions of writers and uh, producers that have unique ideas that are outside their wheelhouse and not a guaranteed hit. But, but, but Brandon, that's exactly why, you know, we have a strike going on mm-hmm. and we're in a situation that they're, we're at. Yep. They're, they're greedy and they're, and they're fucking... You know, they'd rather, uh, you know, use AI to yeah. just take everybody's job and they could just, you know, make all the buku bucks and mm-hmm. pay nobody yeah. than actually, uh, you know, pay for the real work to get done. Exactly. That's why they're just remaking everything. That's why uh, in our next story, How to Train Your Dragon has a live action remake uh, where they recently cast a black phone star, Mason Thames, and the lost uh, Last of Us actress, Nicole Parker, who's also the daughter of Dandy Newton. Uh, as their Hiccup and Astrid, the lead characters in that movie. Um, I feel like this is one of those live-action movies that could look really, really cool, depending mm-hmm. on how they have people dr- riding the dragons. Yeah. Because How to Train Your Dragon, like, the story is cute, but I think there's a way to make it kind of kind of scary, live-action, yeah. make it really badass. Because even How to Train Your Dragon, he loses his leg at the end of that, right? I have no idea. Never oh, watched. you never saw it? Yeah, I think like he gets like a... UV, I don't know if UV in the chat has uh, seen it, but yeah, I feel like the kid loses his leg at the end. It's pretty dark at the end, but um, you know, I don't know. I, I just don't care much for these live action remakes. This is the only one where I'm like, this could kind of be cool. Um, that kid, uh, Mason Thames, though, was good in the Black Phone. I don't know if you saw that movie with uh, Ethan Hawke. Really no, I creepy. thought about watching it. I just said, uh, nah. Really creepy because I guess back in what was it? Back in the 70s or 80s when kids were getting abducted all the time in vans and shit. Mm. And so it plays into that. It takes place in the seventies, I believe. Yeah, those are the good old days. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> All right, all right. Um, oh, well. So we already talked about uh, you know Vin Diesel and his craziness. Uh, I think we got to kind of share the screen for this though. Um, for The Rock talking about returning to the Fast and Furious franchise. What are your thoughts on that? By the way. He's coming I mean, back for the Hobbs movie. Well, I don't know. So it's basically going to, I know they're uh, putting this as, as basically going to be a Fast and Furious, uh, you know, 10.5, right? That's what it seems like, yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be, and I'm pretty sure what it's going to be is it's going to be basically kind of uh, Hobbs and Shaw 2 uh, because, you know, uh, Jason Statham is going to save his mother uh, Helen Mirren and uh, you know and then somehow Hobbs is going to get involved whatever so they they are essentially doing Hobbs and Shaw too uh, and, and then it's going to flow into uh, you know the part two is a uh, fast 10 excuse me um, I don't know because I, me, I heard a rumor uh, that Statham and The Rock don't get along now but I don't. I also don't know if that's like a hundred percent true. But Paul Shear mentioned that on um, how this get made that they don't get along apparently, and that's why it's not a Hobbs and Shaw movie. It's just Hobbs. That's the name of it. Okay. Well, either way, 
I think that like, and so apparently they had tied uh, things up. What like a year, last year or last summer or something like that. Let's watch the video because I have yeah. some thoughts on whether or not that's actually true. Let's let's watch a little clip of this. Aloha from <laughs> beautiful Hawaii. Just tapping in with you guys. You can see I got laid. <laughs> There's always room for a cheesy joke. Uh, just tapping in with you guys and delivering a little uh, information, long-awaited uh, information. You guys have been waiting for over a week now for me to confirm. Uh, so I am 100% confirming to you guys around the world that yes, it is true. Hobbs is back. Hobbs is back in the Fast and Furious franchise. And um, man, I, I gotta tell you, well, before I get into the the why and the how, uh, I was able to pull this off and get together with Vin and pull this thing off. Before I get into that, let me just say that it, it has been so incredibly personally gratifying and satisfying and humbling and exciting uh, to see your reactions around the world. First of all, the secret of Hobbs being back in the Fast and Furious franchise, that was the secret that was hard as hell to keep. And you guys know me and you know um, my operating motto and at Seven Bucks Productions, which is always audience first, fans first. Mm. So um, it has been so cool to see your reactions around the world um, of Hobbs returning. All right, this is a four minute video. We're not gonna watch the whole thing, but just the fact that that clip was edited already and you know until i see the rock in one of those vin diesel hostage social media videos that he be posting on instagram yeah they they don't like each other still this is the rock needing a hit after the whole black adam debacle uh yeah i That's also think if if this is something where they uh you know they patch things up you know, last summer, so almost a year ago. That means that this was a coordinated idea to uh, initiate this beef in order to get this uh, let this thing happen and make this this huge surprise happen. Which, if that's the case, is super fucking corny, bro. That's corny on the both ears ends. And I'm not gonna lie, I very much see that possible out of Vin Diesel thinking that was an amazing idea. And I can see how Rock is just like, yeah, that seems like a great idea. People go nuts for it. <laughs> yeah, you know what, Ben? Let's do it. Let's keep the beef going. Old wrestling. This, this is how they do it. That's what they're doing in WWE. Yeah. I think that'll be great. No, like I think that if that's what they actually did and that's what they came up with, bro, you gotta, you you gotta be better than that. You gotta be better than that. I mean, I, I think the only reason why this is all happening is because Ben Diesel is getting a producer credit on the Hobbs movie. He didn't get a producer credit on Hobbs and Shaw, which is what one of the reasons why he was so angry about it, because he wasn't aware that they were making right. that. And so I think now yeah. he's a producer. He's like, oh, yeah, we're cool now. We're fine. Yeah. I think it's all ego. And for me, it just seems, you know, like The Rock, what is the, one of the words he used to describe? It? He said humbling. I think the whole, I think the past six months have not been kind to The Rock in his career. I think it was a bit of an embarrassment to have James Gunn publicly be like, I told Dwayne, there's no more Black Adam. Because remember, he kept saying, like, I'm part of the new DCU, whatever they're going to do. Like, yeah. making no mistake about it. And he, they had to sit him down and be like, no, that's not the case. And now he doesn't have that. His uh, Jungle Cruise didn't do great. 
So I think that The Rock's in a precarious space where he's like, I'm kind of like took a dinge to my likability. I haven't had an, a huge consistent hit that made profit in a while. Yeah, let me go back to the Fast and Furious, have a surefire hit, get back in the good graces of audiences, and then take that from, you know, take it from there. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a bit sad that it's like come to this because it's, it's a very like... It's like kind of like I can see a PR person be like, hey, Dwayne, I know like you're enjoying your vacation. You got to make a video talking about the Fast and Furious stuff because it's coming out. Yeah. Yeah. It's time to say something. It's like, don't worry. Don't (laughs) worry. I got my iPhone on me. I'm going to hold it up just a little bit higher than me. Smile into it with my sunglasses on with a nice little um, backdrop behind. And uh, (laughs) I'll address the people. I hate that voice. All right. Uh, <laughs> going into some superhero shit. Um, Marvel Marvel Studios announced uh, that Captain America has a new moniker, and it's going to be called Brave New World instead of New World Order. There's Should have been a, New World Order. Yeah, I feel like I feel like they switched that up because uh, probably white people thought it was threatening because you got a black lead. <laughs> and so you say yeah. Brave New World, which means that, you know, it's a, it's a new coming world, New World Order. It's like, oh, the blacks are taking over. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. It's just a little bit more militant, but I agree. I like the New World Order. But also, I mean, the movie's being writ- written by Malcolm Spellboo, who's black as fuck. So I can see yeah. why they got a little spooked. Oh, wait, that wasn't a good choice of word. Oh, shit. All right, well, Captain America Force coming soon, you know. Just keep that in mind. Oh, oh yeah, they were spooked and cool. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Adeline Rudolph has been tapped to play Katana in New Line Cinema's uh, Mortal Kombat 2. Uh, she has been in The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, along with Tati Gabriel. So I guess that show, you know, has some kind of a... Yeah, apparently they were... Yeah, they were, they were playing in like... Uh, some weird little cult type thing or, or group of assassin type chicks, something yeah. like that. Also, we didn't even announce this as well with Mortal Kombat. Carl Urban from The Boys has been tapped to play Johnny Cage. A little bit Which older little than I was weird. expecting, but yeah. that's pretty interesting uh, casting. Yeah. They should have just got Jean-Claude Van Damme. It's called the day. <laughs> <laughs> Did they even shoot? They wanted him for the first one, right? The original one, right? I think. I, th- I think so, yeah. Mm, that would be that would have been funny, but I still can't believe we UVA we got to put a Street Fighter on the list because we have yet to do Street Fighter. We did it. Did we do Street Fighter? Just I put, feel like we UVA have. just put John Claude Van Damme's movies on the list because we got to do some more of those because we yeah okay we did do Street Fighter my bad everybody. yeah 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 yeah, yeah we we got to do like, more of these because I just recently saw the movie where he's dancing. And that little uh, shack thing with the You the just Asian... saw a kickboxer? I just saw it. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? So, yeah. Bro, yo. Yeah. Jean-Claude, like, actually, you know what? We should do Universal Soldier. Oh, God. I remember that movie. Yeah. yeah. We should just do a Jean-Claude Van Damme month. Oh, yeah. oh boy. I got some movies. Yeah, that... there's, there's a lot. We got, some, we got some fucking But then wow. we can end it with a JCBD, which is actually, like, a really good dramatic role for him. Recently, he's playing himself, but he's like, you know. Yeah, the, you know, the TV show. I watched it. You watched it, No, that it, was right? a, the, the bank robbery movie. Did you never see that? Where he plays I, himself I, going to the bank, and there's a robbery, and so everyone's like, save us, and he's like, I'm just a fucking guy. No, I never saw yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll watch that, too. Wait, okay. So did you ever see the TV show, the series? No. 
right, well, we, we got a lot to look forward to, folks, and so do you as listeners. Um, the last uh, movie news, and I didn't put this in our list, Justin, but it's just something that came up in regards to strikes and stuff that we mentioned. So the mm-hmm. WGA uh, is currently uh, voting's currently underway for them to accept the the contract that they've uh, negotiated with the AMT uh, PT, um, which a little bit undermines the WGA's efforts, but uh, we will not be deterred. Um, and hopefully SAG-AFTRA, um, they just authorized um, a strike vote if it comes to that. Uh, but the DGA is uh, currently voting, and they have to vote by June 23rd to decide if they're going to accept the agreement. Um, and we'll see what happens. But I still think the strike's going to go a long time. I, a lot of industry insiders are saying, especially the after strike, that we're looking probably at end of summer or maybe even end of the year before a resolution. Which you know, and, and rightfully crazy. so. Yeah. It would just be insane if the whole industry just shut down because, you know, directors made their own deal, but who the fuck are they going to direct if they can't nobody to work with? Mm-hmm. Yep. You're going to have fucking, uh, who's going to, they're going to act all the roles too. That'd be insane. <laughs> just the director's like, I could do it. Don't worry. Imagine Denzel. <laughs> Denzel's like, you just, you're going to get low tier actors that just in everything. Oh yeah. You get non-union actors, right? Yeah. Ooh, wow. That could be really dangerous, though. What do you mean? Because imagine if, like, the studios did go that route, non even actors, and then they, they start blowing up because then they can never get part of Static Atra. Wow, that'd be wild, dude. Yeah, bro. That'd be... I mean, I kind of... And then, AKA, they will treat them like shit, and then they will start hiring non-union actors yeah. and treat them like shit and just... Comp- yeah, yeah. That's what's going to happen. I'm not going to lie. The anarchist in me that comes out here and there kind of wants to see that happen. Yeah, because things are going to be horrible. Oh, yeah. It, it, the industry just is going to explode. It's well, gonna... No, hold on. Actually, no. Let's not say things are going to be horrible because just somebody as a union actor doesn't make them a good actor. Let's let, let's be, let's be very let's be very clear about that. Yeah, There's true. a lot of union actors who got union who got their union uh, plug be, and, and it's not because of uh you know, being great workers and things like that. There are a lot of extremely talented non-union actors yeah. who can probably act fucking circles around a lot we're of some the of them. people. Yeah, man. Huh? We're some of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, not we're. I mean, <laughs> I just haven't had the role yet to show my showcase my skills. Brad, 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 stop it! Stop it! I'm not bad. I'm not bad. I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm getting there. But um, I think. Uh, it, it 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 would it would kind of do a disservice to the business as a whole because when you're pulling that non-union you're pulling those non-union actors in they are not going to be treated the same way so then it's going to lower the expectations uh for for a movie set the pay and everything that they they will be forced to accept less because the studio has all of the power mm. and like yes will it create new stars absolutely you know, and all that, but will, um, and when it really comes down to it, are these, um, you know, the, the SAG AFTRA, um, you know, the union, they're going to call them scabs and say that, you know, you know, and not, and not allow them in, but stuff like that. It's like, they're not in union They're They haven't been a part of the union. It's just like, so you can't really blame them for, you know, getting a check when nobody else would give them a check beforehand. So like it's it's going to really put in, it's going to create a have and have not situation which is not going to necessarily be fair. I mean we're already there baby. 
We're over here there. Some people are like, blow this shit up, you know? Yeah. We got fucking smog in New York City. It looks like Blade Runner 2049. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who gives a fuck at this point? We're all ble- breathing in Cheeto dust. Mm-hmm. It's like, this This ain't it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some movie trailers that we watched as well, uh, including the new Barbie trailer, which the more I'm watching it, the more I'm like, they might have done something interesting, even though it kind of feels like the Lego movie just with Barbie. Well, I mean, it's like Barbie goes into the real world. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm, I'm really, I'm still just not interested. I mean, Margot Robbie is Bobby. That's pretty, that's pretty good casting. And then that fucking crazy ass Ryan Gosling is Ken. I think that could be, and then they have different iterations of both of them, right? Like you got the, you got Michael Sarah plays Ken, I guess. You got Issa Rae plays a Barbie. Like, you know, you got some good. Um, well, yeah, that, I mean, it's the whole Barbie uh, universe. Yeah. I you did know, laugh. Have, you know, black Barbie, Asian Barbie, you know. Yeah, I yeah, did yeah. laugh when they were dancing. She's like, you guys ever think about death? And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, in, I'm interested to see how this does. I mean, I think it's going to blow Oppenheimer, which is going against it, out of the water at the box office. I think that's the most unusual pairing I've ever seen. But uh, Yeah, I, even though I'm probably going to watch Oppenheimer. Are you? I'm. That's interesting because you're the first person to say that over Barbie because – Oppenheimer, I love Christopher Nolan, but after Tenant and seeing how wide of a cast it is, I'm like, I might wait like a week or two before I give that. Yeah, but bro, you, you also that's a period piece. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, it's a, it's a period piece, and it's about something very, very specific. It, you know, it's like, and also like, you know, I'm somebody I in like I like the they hear about those stories, and especially centered around the wars and things yeah. like that. I think that that's super interesting. The things that that you know obviously we understand it is a fictionalized uh, version of it uh but um you know something that goes that the things that that may have played a part in the fact of actually creating and dropping that bomb it's just interesting to me yeah i mean i'm gonna see it i'm gonna see it um i just i think i might prioritize barbie just because of female creators behind in front you know in front and behind the camera as well yeah. as the diversity of the cast i might just unless it's getting like scathing reviews from like our peers i probably will try to see that first and then i'll see Oppenheimer because i did hear that Oppenheimer has a really cool i mean also fucking disturbing sequence of you see what it's like when an atomic bomb blows up a town yeah which is gonna be fucked up because we're under nuclear threat all the time yeah. <laughs> like all the time between fucking <laughs> Korea well, you know and fucking Russia. Honestly, I think that that needs to be put out there because people need uh, to understand what we did as a country to fucking. <laughs> well, I mean, what our government did to the to the country of Japan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. also the fact is, we did it twice. Mm. The first one was bad enough. The second one was unnecessary, and they did it anyways, just to prove a fucking point, which is like, you know, some you know, like yeah, America and all this, like, but you know, sometimes you you, you got to kind of be held accountable for the shit that you've done and whatnot. So yeah, mm. gotta be held accountable. Uh, we also watched the tra- the newest trailer for the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant uh, Mayhem, which. Man, I'm so like besides Spider Verse, this is the movie I'm also waiting for. This is the other summer movie I'm waiting for. Yeah, at this point, looks like, fun. Ice Cube is the fucking bad guy. <laughs> like, and then a bunch of mutants, you know, Bebop and Rocksteady, and like, yeah. 
I think that's an interesting way to like play up like, oh, like what is the origin of this? And maybe we they talk about ooze or maybe it's something different. Although in the first trailer they mentioned ooze, right? Yeah. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with the mythology and this but just the animation looks cool. Um it's got like a nineties aesthetic, which is a good throwback to the old cartoon, the old movies. And it's just the voice acting. The fact that they sound like kids, it just yeah. that's for me, that's just automatically charming. Because, like, you know, in the, the Rise of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie that we watched, they sound like adults still. And yeah. so it's, like, to hear, like, a young kid talking about, like, what do you want to do? Like, you know, I want to go to high school. You know, I want to have a girlfriend. Like, things like that where you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Let's see where this goes. But um, I'm excited for that. Uh, Expendables 4 is coming out, apparently, with Jason Statham and Megan Fox now in the mix. Um, yeah. I'm very confused as to why we're getting another Listen, one. She's she's a very attractive young lady. Dude, she very just posted a thirst trap on a uh, thirst trap on Instagram. Jesus Christ! But she's a very attractive young lady. But also at the same time, stay away from me. There's something about her just says she's dirty. Doesn't she? Uh, <laughs> the, her um, machine gun Kelly. Don't they have these rings where if you try to take them off, it'll like make you bleed or some shit? I don't know. I don't know. They they seem like they're into some uh, some Hellraiser type of shit. <laughs> they, they, they they definitely they definitely fucked around with a box or two. You know what I mean? I don't <laughs> There's like a it. box cutter somewhere in their bedroom. Ugh. Is that does that come into play in future Hellraisers box cutters? I nigga, I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm talking about the box shit. that then brings up the the portals and the fucking people start. No, I'm just them. saying. Like I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying like they're probably into some like weird BDSM or like blood, uh, you know, and, and like pain uh, stuff. Why do you think I brought up Hellraiser? Probably a box cutter. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I mean, that's that's still a very odd choice. So. No, but the Hellraiser uh, part of that is the BDSM. I want to talk uh, about Hellraiser no more. It's making my yeah. skin crawl. That we are Yuvia, who's our researcher and our producer. I swear to God, if you ever put and uh, don't don't try to test me on this. If you ever put another Hellraiser movie on our list, I'm not watching it. I will protest. Justin will watch that himself by himself and he'll just explain it to me. I fucking refuse. That movie <laughs> still fucks me up. That's one of the grossest movies I've ever seen in my life. Anyways, uh, we watched the trailer for Bottoms, which is about high school girls that start a fight club wow. to, to get some coochie, which is a very, they literally, that's not me speculating. They literally say that in the trailer. Um, well, all right. Well, I, I no, they don't see that in the trailer. Marshawn Lynch says that in the trailer. <laughs> NFL great Mar- Marshawn Lynch. That's who that is? The, yes. That's so insane. That's the Skittles nigga. <laughs> which which that that is so wild that he's in that movie. Yes, yes. I mean he, and then to Uvia's point, just right, it, he is hilarious. He he's is hilarious. Porno in the, in the classroom and shit. <laughs> So Yo, uh, but I was just like, why the fuck is Marshawn Lynch in this film right now? But like, like, yeah, it's basically, I mean, it is kind of on its head, uh, turning the whole like, you know, kind of 90s guys movies where guys do anything to get laid, even if it's not necessarily the nicest thing in the world. Yeah. You know, you know, this is, you know, now you have two female characters who are doing exactly the same. So like it is kind of weird, and I know that um, there's gonna be some backlash uh, for it. Uh, but like it's interesting, and like I don't, you know, I don't even know. Like I feel like it will probably be enjoyable mm. uh, to some degree, 
but only because it's enjoyable because like movies like that don't really get made anymore because of how like problematic they were you know in the past uh but like how could they make this movie and it not be problematic you know what i'm saying yeah, I'm interested to see what the reception is of it. Uh, I mean, I laughed quite a few times at the trailer, but also at the same time, I'm not part of LGBTQ community, so I don't know if it's true to like that representation or if it's like uh, some weird. I don't know. We'll we'll just see. We'll just see what the consensus is. But I'm I'm keeping an open mind to it. It's something different. I'm always into something that like I don't see every day. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. We'll we'll see. Uh, we also uh, did you watch Justify one of his own FX back in the day? No. No. It's a if you liked um what's that Bosch if you like Bosch you might actually really like Justified actually because you it's know about, like it's about I, a, I actually do like shows like that yeah. so like I, I probably would it's I a probably. US Marshal and like Timothy Alphonse really good in it it's like a it's got quippy dialogue almost like a Tarantino movie and mm-hmm. every episode he's like trying to find there's like, usually a season arc where he, like there's a main villain. But like most episodes, like he's catching other people and it's leading up to a story. Um, Walton Walton Goggins is in it. He's fucking fantastic as like this guy that's like become like his arch nemesis, like Waylon's arch nemesis, but like also his friend. It's a but the, the there's a sequel series coming out, which actually Tarantino was involved in called City Primeval. Um, and it takes place in Detroit. So I'm interested to see how they represent Detroit. Um, but yeah, it's a, got an interesting villain, uh, Boyd uh, Boyd. What's his name? The actor. He's always playing a evil white guy in movies. Um, uh, Boyd Holbrook. Boyd Holbrook. Yeah, he was in Narcos as well as uh, he's going to be in. Uh, he was in Logan. You know. Um, so I'm. Oh yeah, to, yeah, 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 that guy. Yeah. I'm interested to see what the show is, but I definitely would say like Justin, like watch the first episode of Justified, and mm-hmm. if if you like sure. that, that's pretty much the whole show. So okay. it, it doesn't really deviate. It gets better with the acting and story. So if you like the pilot, like just know it gets better. Okay. There's some lag. There's like season four. Like there's a weird, like Southern family that's like the big bad, and it's like this like country bumpkin crew. But they're uh, still kind of scary though. Um, but so. uh, well, I'll also just throw it out there, guys. Warriors coming back this month. Oh yeah. That movie's awesome. I mean, that show's awesome. Yeah. So you know, I'm really yeah, curious yeah, to see where the characters go from here because yeah. they they left on some shit last season. Yeah. Right. They left on some <laughs> shit. Um, some of the best fighting scenes I've ever seen in a TV show. So thank you again mm-hmm. for that recommendation, Justin. Yeah. Um, we also watched Hijack, which is a trailer for upcoming Apple TV Plus series starring Aegis Elba. You know, friend of the show to some, enemy to others. <laughs> um, we're essentially like Justin. We were watching trailer together. You said it's essentially Passenger Fifty Seven before yep, the trailer even really started, and then I'm like, oh yeah, this is Passenger Fifty Seven. Yeah, Fuck. it's a remake of Passenger Fifty Seven, a British Passenger Fifty Seven. Yeah, it's, but his family's not dead. <laughs> That's basically what it is. His family was dead in Passenger Fifty Seven. Well, his wife died in Passenger Fifty yeah, Seven. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If he says always bet on black. <laughs> then it's like okay we're, we're off to the races come on now. Idris just yeah. called Passenger 57 uh, and the last two trailers we saw are actually game related not movie related the first up is Com- Mortal Kombat 1 which I didn't even know mm-hmm. they were rebooting the franchise uh, looks violent as fuck um, pretty dark uh, did you ever play any of the new Mortal Kombat games like the ones that came out within the past uh, few years no, I I mean, I I haven't played a Mortal Kombat game in probably ten years now. Oh wow! Next time you come over to my house, we'll play one. Okay, 
we'll play one. And it's uh, it's it's pretty fun. Like there, some of the kills are insane. But um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to, to playing this one. Apparently, you're gonna be able to play as like a Homelander and a few other random characters, uh, which will be pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I'm I'll go for the trailer was crazy violent. Like you had to put in age restrictions and shit to be able to watch it. So. It was like, you know, you know, something's going to be violent as hell when they when YouTube asks you for your birthday. They're just like, hey, yo, you sure you're supposed to be watching this? <laughs> Which, unless you're a kid that doesn't know how numbers work, you, there's an easy way to bypass that. Yeah, I know. It's just like, oh, 1980. <laughs> no, all you have to do is do, isn't it now? All you have to do is like do like 2001 and under. That's the year. And you're over. True, I, mean, I mean, but like if you're just, if you're going to. If you're going to make sure, I mean, because like, I feel like if you put just 18, actually, no, these computers don't care. Yeah, they, they, as long as you're 18, they don't care. Yeah. They, it's not like going to be like, hey, show me your eyes and your booty holes to confirm that you're 18. They don't care. Nothing cares. If if a computer asks you to show them your booty hole, just know it's not the computer asking. It's the black market. And they're trying to take pictures of your booty hole to sell. <laughs> to grown men uh, li- uh, living in their mom's basement. So do not take pictures of your booty hole and upload them to the internet, uh, like, ladies and gentlemen. Be like, I thought I was uploading it to WebMD. <laughs> I didn't know. I have a booty hole everywhere. Uh, the last trailer we watched is the Spider-Man 2 gameplay footage, which not only shows the intro trailer of Craven the Hunter, which is going to be fucking crazy to fight that villain, yeah. but also shows you... It shows Peter Parker and Miles Morales in the same gameplay uh, racing after Craven while also the lizards chasing. They're chasing after the lizard. It's fucking crazy. And I'm like, if this is just a scene of the game, holy shit. Did you ever get to play Spider-Man? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, no, no, I mean, I, I beat the game. So, you know, now, now it's just like, you know, webbing around the city and just doing random shit. It's a, it's a fucking phenomenal great uh, game, just a great story, yeah. and just really fun to play. Yeah, and now he, uh, Peter's got the Venom suit, which we'll we'll find out how, uh, how he got that from like you know the Osborne factory and shit mm-hmm. that they they uh, hinted at in the first game. I mean, <laughs> aggressive Peter's already hilarious because when he saved that one dude from the helicopter crash, he just throws that nigga. <laughs> He's like, yeah. <laughs> get up out of here. Yeah, so it's uh, I'm in, I'm Don't excited make me have to save you again. And then Tony Todd's going to be the voice of Venom. I mean, take all my money at this point, PlayStation. <laughs> Fucking take it all. If that's not the game of the year, just from that trailer alone, like, I don't know what will be. I mean, you, I'm, bro, you, we never know. Yeah, We, we never know. You never know what's coming around the pipe. But Well, also, you, because, because of, you know, certain things like the writer's strike, does that affect the uh, games as well? I think that's a different union, but I also could be mistaken in that. Yeah, I'm not sure. Me neither. I don't know. But technically, the writer's strike affects comic books, doesn't it? Oh, no, no, no. no. Because that's one thing I've been told that I could work on. I could work on a comic book if I wanted to. But then Mm. also, my response to the people that told me that was, yeah, with who? Because I'm not a fucking comic book artist. What am I going to do? Yeah. But folks, uh, you know, it's funny. I said, like, you know, we don't know what's coming down the pipeline. And I literally, we just did an hour show talking about what's coming down the pipeline. So, mm-hmm. uh, but folks, hope you all have been enjoying these movie news and trailer episodes. Please tweet at us. Let us know that you like the episodes at American Collins for, for Brandon Collins. Uh, 
you know, and Justin, uh, you can be found at J Brown did it. You can find medium popcorn and medium P podcast, all social media platforms. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube page at youtube.com slash medium popcorn. Also, uh, support the show financially, right? Justin. Yes. Uh, take yourself over to patreon.com slash medium popcorn. We have $5, packages on there. Our entire backlog hits uh, Patreon. We have bonus episodes, mini episodes, guys. If you love the show, Patreon's where you need to be. And again, that's patreon.com slash medium popcorn. And please uh, grab some swag at tpublic.com slash medium popcorn as well. As well, get a shirt get a get a uh, cargo uh, bag or you know you know all that good shit is there swagalicious and thank mm. you as always to our researcher yuvia who's in the chat every time with us recording this stuff um yeah folks leave a five-star review in your favorite podcast application too let us know what you think of the show we'll read it on the future episode and uh leave us a voicemail three four seven five zero eight zero nine seven eight. Let us know what you think about the show, what you thought about the past episodes, and what you would like to hear us review or talk about next time. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace. In Canada, so they don't send the the fires towards us. We didn't start the fire. That's for damn sure. Well, no, it's Canada. Yeah. Blame Canada. Cause they're not a real country anyways. Medium popcorn. We are two niggas spoiling movies. Yeah. Brandon Collins. That's me. And Justin Brown for your movie. Popcorn. You haven't seen it, well, we're gonna spoil it. Spoil it in your face. That's your warning. Uh. So if you get pisses or you're